You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I like this. This is Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie. He is—he's wild. I can. This is like uh, football Burn practice, workout the in the gym. And slam in the back of my Dragula. Yep. All and right. Now, what's a Dragula? Whatever you want. Yeah, okay. I maybe know. I shouldn't. A made-up, a made-up car. Yeah. Like it's, I see. it's this made-up like. It's just funny. I listen Hellmobile. to this song now. I don't all know. All I can do is see my grandkids back there head banging. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. We're live today at the Southtown location. Come on down, 10920 South State in the Automall Drive. We've got some jazz gear out here on the chairs for you to grab and take and re-gift whatever you're going to do with them. Just uh, do it responsibly <laughs> and do it uh, with some decorum, please. Uh, now, you, we, we talk about uh, your grandson saying, turn up the Rob Zombie. Yeah. It's not loud enough, Grandpa. Is That, well, that was when he was three years old. How old is he now? He's, he's almost seven. Uh, but he's still, he's still metal a little heavy. <laughs> uh, is that what your grandkids call you, his grandpa? Yeah, I'm grandpa. Was that what you called your grandparents? Mm-hmm. Grandpa? Yeah, my, my, my kids called their one set of grandparents. My parents were grandma and grandpa. The other set were opa and opa. Opa? Oma and opa. Oma, opa. Yeah, German. Opa. Oh, okay. And that's okay. Uh, my poor grandson, you know, he tries to fit who belongs to whom because of divorces and sure and whatnot. So, my my ex is grandma, my wife is Grammy Trish. Grammy Trish, I Grammy see. Trish. Grammy Trish is the rock star. Yeah. Anyone else in the room? You just can leave. If Grammy Trish is there, Grammy the, Trish is there. So that's, that's the rest of the going. world is uh, non-existent. Huh? Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, my my uh, nieces and nephews and now my daughter call my parents Gragra. For cool. my mom, because that's what she called her grandma. Yeah. And then my dad, who has a weird sense of humor, thought Gragra well, sounded like graham cracker. And so he wanted to be called Pop-Tart, <laughs> which then got shortened to, to pop. Poppy. Yeah. And so he gets called Poppy. The problem now is my daughter, she can say the P if it's the first letter. But if there's another P later in the word, it's a T sound. <laughs> So she calls him Potty. <laughs> well, the reason I bring this up, there is a reason that is madness. Poppy the AV is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, YouTube. Poppy the AV. Never heard of it. It is the uh, Chevy Cruise self-driving car. Okay. They've made its own little social media following. Okay. Because they want people like me to trust them more. <laughs> and they are fully admitting that that's what they're doing. Well, at least they're honest about it. They have teamed up with Pixar and another uh, movie company I can't, I can't remember right now. And they've put together a video of Poppy learning the streets of San Francisco from three years ago till now. 
cool. Now it's all staged. It wasn't they no. weren't filming this. Hey, you back mean it's then. not real life? <laughs> but but <laughs> it's the, not real world. So you'll see you see Poppy the AV learning at a crosswalk. Okay, there's a mother and a daughter, and the mother and daughter are like, "Is this car gonna stop?" And, yeah. and then eventually, as the kid grows older. It, they now are waving to now, Poppy. Now, the problem is when it's not Poppy and it's another car that runs them over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but GM is admitting that the idea of self full self-driving cars is unsettling to a lot of people. Well, and I think for good reasons. I mean, look at Tesla and uh, Tesla and their autopilot. Yeah. Name, first of all, starting with the name autopilot, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's. I mean, they've been ticketing people that are in the back seats of their Teslas, letting their car drive. I have too much control. I have control issues. I don't know Do that I could <laughs> give it over to a car to drive me. Although sometimes it might be nice. It would be to just. But check I'm a lousy out. passenger. Oh, I would be. I can't do it. I'm a lousy passenger. It, it, it got worse. It's all, I've always been bad at that, but it got worse when I got rear-ended. Yeah. A few years back. Well, now six years ago. Anyway. You're still suffering from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, I have extreme, almost like PTSD when I'm a passenger in a Interesting. car. Interesting. Was, I was alone in the car that day. I was hmm. driving. I was stopped at a stoplight. But ever since then, I can I have to close my eyes and pretend I'm somewhere else if I'm not driving. Wow. It's weird. That is bizarre. It's weird. Uh, you're, you're, you're a troubled child. Well, you say you have control issues. I have. <laughs> I have. I want control of my control issues. Well, no, yeah. the control issues are really bad when we're in the motorhome and I let the wife drive. It's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I might die here. That's, I couldn't drive a motorhome. I couldn't it's do it. It's the best. I helped my sister. She uh, was moving a couple weekends ago, and she rented a U-Haul. Yeah, and I was, it, it, it was fun to drive for the day, but I, the whole time – in fact, I thought of you – the whole time I was driving that, I was thinking about how does anyone drive an RV for miles and miles and miles and miles? I'm leaving a week from yesterday. It's in a six, 700-mile drive. Oh, cool. Where are you going? Up to Missoula for two days and then into the uh, to a place called Loxa Lodge in the panhandle of Idaho. Sounds beautiful. It's really nice because there's no internet. There's no cell service up there. <laughs> it's nice until you come down the canyon and you start hitting the first cell tower and your phone just will bing, not stop. Bing, yeah, ping, ping, ping. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're back in cell service again. And then you got to play catch up for a few days. Well, you know? that's just a given. That's, you know, vacation and you come back to all the catch up work. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Poppy the AV, the self driving car. Yeah. They're trying to make us trust them more. I'm not there yet, man. I can't do it. I think they got a ways to go. I mean, technology is coming, but it's not all there yet. Yeah. But you look at planes, you look at. There's so many things that fly by computer, you know, that go by computer and fly you know, autopilot yeah. around forever. Yeah. I mean, my Forester right now has that lane keep where yeah. it bounces me between the lines and keeps me yeah. in the middle of the lane and and yells at me when I'm not. Yeah. 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 You don't realize how much you wander. <laughs> yeah, I do. Until it yells at you. My whole life, apparently, I've been driving in the left side of the lane because it's constantly pushing me back right and I'm... I'd I'm so uncomfortable, but I have to let it do it. Yeah, and I think part of, part of that for me, I, I do the same thing, but it comes from riding motorcycles for years and years. I always drove right up close to that left line. So and people I still drive, see you, and you're away so from So I can bail out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I still do it with a car. So when I have it on, same thing, pushes you over. What, what is it, let, let's touch on this for a moment. Motorcycle safety 
I was driving on I-15 and those little signs, the, the LED signs they've got that, and one of them said, look twice, save a biker's life. Oh, yeah. And is that, is the only thing we can do to better protect uh, our, our, our motorists out there on bikes, on, on motorcycles, is the only thing we can do actually be better car drivers? Absolutely. There's nothing else that we can do to make the, so, them more visible, or I don't... Well, the, the, the biggest thing they could do to make a motorcycle more visible happened years and years ago, and that's keeping the headlights on all the time. Just like the same reason you have daytime driving lights in cars, it makes it more visible. The problem is, think about it, people don't see cars in the lanes, and that's same size, motorcycles, two wheels, single person, you know, maybe two yeah. people on it, and... Sometimes they hide in your blind spot. As a motorcycle, I, I got rid of my last motorcycle five years ago. It ceased being fun here in Salt Lake to drive anymore. Um, but I grew up driving very defensively. And you're always driving for the idiot that's not paying attention. That's why the highway patrolmen, they just passed a law about the start of this, this previous year for lane filtering at stoplights, you know, we're not where you're coming off the freeway, but like on Redwood Road or any other street that has two lanes, you know, four lanes, at the stoplight, they encourage the motorcyclists to come up between the cars to the front of the line because mm-hmm. too many were getting killed, sandwiched by people not seeing them. Yeah, the lane filtering, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think that's a big step towards making people safer. You go to California, motorcyclists since the 70s have been able to split the, split the lanes everywhere. And you tend to really pay attention because you don't know which motorcycle is right at your door, you know, outside your door. Well, that and I think if I were a motorcycle driver, these are good steps to have, like, the lane filtering. Oh, it's awesome. But as a car driver, every time a motorcycle pulls up uh, next to me in a lane at a stoplight, it startles me. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm not always watching. I'm at a stop. Right. What What if, and this is illegal, but sometimes people do this. Where they decide, oh, you know what? I want to suddenly turn right from this left lane. Correct. You're in trouble. Yeah. You, you can only control what you can control. Yeah. And when you ride a motorcycle, you know there's an inherent risk in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gave up riding for about 10 years because I liked to drive them really fast without a helmet at that time in my life. And <laughs> had two little kids and decided, well, I think they need me more than I need to do this. Feed my adrenaline junkie. Did fix. someone talk to you about that? No, or it was you just, just me. It was just that? me. I just. That's cool. You know, just decide one day this, this is stupid. So I've got a buddy who just the other day, uh, after a years years long debate with uh, his his spouse, whether or not he could or should have a motorcycle, he decided one day I'm doing it. Sold his car, came home with a motorcycle. That has not gone so well. <laughs> it's not going to go really well come winter time if we have a decent winter either. <laughs> and we oh, I hope we do. And I've ri- I've it. ridden. You know, I grew up riding virtually every day of the year except for when it was icy really yeah i, I froze myself up pretty good many times <laughs> 855-340-ZONE to be part of the show today 855-340-ZONE we do have a poll question you're welcome to answer what was your favorite car as a kid of course we've got discovery gateway uh here today with us at mark miller subaru or you can make a question tell a story uh, leave a comment anything you'd like to share Everyone that calls in and makes it on air today will be entered into the drawing at the end of the show for a free oil change from Mark Miller Subaru. 855-340-ZONE. Our first caller today is Rich. Welcome to Utah Car Sense. How can we help you? 
Hey, Rich. Hello. Can you hear me? We yes. got you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I I thought I'd call in because I I was talking to a a neighbor and about an issue, and so I just thought I'd get your guy, especially being from a dealership professional opinion. A year ago, I bought a car, not a not a uh, Subaru from a dif- different dealer and manufacturer. So it's only 10 months old or so around. I don't drive a lot, so I only have about 2,000 miles on it. And a few months ago, I got a uh, notice that there was going to be a major recall. They'd have to replace the engine because they screwed up on some parts that they had put in the engine and then some other things. So they were going to have to do some major things. Um I've, uh, I called the manufacturer to find out more about it. They said that they don't have anything more, that there is an open recall, but they haven't come up with a solution to what they're going to do. Well, you know, everybody else seems to know what the solution, but that's neither here nor there. But I was talking to a friend of mine, and he just made a suggestion that you know, it's basically a new car. Now you're going to have a brand new car, and you're going to have to have new parts, new engine, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you should take it back to the dealership and ask for your money back and start over again. That's not the you dealer's don't want problem. Basic... <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, this is a manufacturer's problem. Um, and obviously, I don't know which car you're talking about or what brand, but recalls do happen. This one sounds like a really major one to replace motors and stuff. That's pretty abnormal but yeah unfortunately the dealer is the, the middleman on this that gets to do the repair work um, but it's weird that they can't tell you you know we see recalls every now and then where they know they have an issue but they haven't come up with a solution yet and right. that'll happen for a period of time um but usually Would it make any quick. sense trying to appeal to anybody and just say here you know, here's a new car. I don't want to be driving a new car with major repairs already to it. So, do you mind if what what kind of car is it? That's a Hyundai uh, Elantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've not heard of that recall yet, but it do, it does happen. I mean, obviously, something pretty severe has got to be wrong with that motor if they replace the whole motor. Having been in the business thirty years, that wouldn't bother me though. Honestly, you're getting brand new stuff in there. It's putting a little, you, know, you don't have many miles on your car, but it's not going to hurt anything. We, uh, In fact, last week on the show, we were talking about this recall uh, from Hyundai. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's just brand new. Yeah. It's, and somebody called in and uh, said that Hyundai at the, very, at the manufacturer <laughs> end of Hyundai, eventually yeah. if you go long enough asking long enough, they will replace the entire engine. With refurbished parts, but they'll do it. Right. I don't. That can't be verified. I, I that someone called in and said they've done it two or three times with their Hyundai's, hmm. and that's why they only buy Hyundai and on and on and on. I don't know, but uh, it's not something rich that I think you should just go. Well, I'm screwed. I think you should ask. You uh, should call. You, you should you're, look you're, into you're it. You're not screwed. Either way, you're not screwed. I mean, that's the reason you have warranties. That's the reason you have recalls, is to protect the consumer and protect your yeah. investment in your car. But I'm sure that Hyundai has a customer care line, and if you call it and are persistent enough, 
you'll find out what's going on and see what solutions they offer you. Okay, so not the dealer, but the customer care line. Right, yeah, the dealer in this case is the middleman that gets to deal with the wrath from customers. And, you know, not not every company does a great job of communicating about recalls. Um, and that they put the recalls out before they have the solutions or before they're ready to say what the solution is because they have to. But if you call their customer care line, I'm sure you can get to the bottom of it. I'd be surprised if you could Okay. Okay? All right. Well, that sounds like a good option. I'll give that a try. Wonderful. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate you, Rich. it. Have a great day. 855-340-ZONE. Yeah, I, I think in this day and age, you know, recalls recalls are there for a reason because they've done something. They've found something that's not right, you know, uh, because they use all different suppliers. Maybe a supplier missed the specs on the on the parts but it's there to protect the consumer it's not it's an inconvenience but to me it's not a big deal and the more complex the cars get the more you're going to see this the more electronics that are in there and more computerization you know a lot of times it's reprogramming the, the program that runs the car because they found a line of code in there that is causing grief yeah I think the biggest one of my lifetime has been the Takata. Uh, Takata has been terrible. And you guys are still working on There's, that, aren't you? We'll be working on it forever. There's, and some of the manufacturers have done a second recall on the replacement airbags because they're still wrong. Ah, terrible. And so. that, the, I mean, the ethics involved in that one, well, that's, that's another story yeah, well, where they yeah. knew about it. And well, they the, took a risk assessment and went, ah, it's worth it to us to, to do this. And Well, it's just like. Uh, Chev and GMC with their ignitions. They had an issue with their ignition switches that they knew. It's a, it's a $20 part, maybe. Ah, it's fine. We'll make enough money. We'll and Here they go back replacing it all. So. Yep, yeah. Thank you for the call, Rich. 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. We'll get back to your phone calls here in a, in a little bit. But I want to talk with Mike Again, here at Mark Miller Subaru. Hey, guys. Hey, Hey, Mike. We've been talking a lot about the Discovery Gateway partnership and and cool things like that. We have not yet touched on Adopt-A-Classroom and math tutoring. Yeah. So August, actually, across the country is Subaru Loves Learning Month. And one of the ways that we activate with Loves Learning is through Discovery Gateway. But we also do a lot of really cool things even outside of that. Um, One of the things that we do, they're actually kind of combined, um, is we... We adopt classrooms in our community, and we send in tutors to classrooms to help um, specifically in mathematics. It's really cool. Uh, We've been doing this for a few years. Mark Miller himself, uh, the founder of Mark Miller Subaru, is the one who started it. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. He tells the story of interacting with a young kid with a very simple math problem, and and the kid just couldn't make the connection. Um, And this was elementary-level math. And so Mark started to think is this what's happening across the board? So we started doing work with United Way, and sure enough, there was an issue. We've got a lot of kids who reach eighth grade, and they are still on second-grade-level math competency. And so Mark has spent a lot of his own time, a lot of his own money, um, building out this really neat program where we adopt classrooms in the community, and Mark Miller Subaru, along with Mark himself and Jeff, our owner, they go in and they tutor kids. We did this last year at Mill Creek Elementary, at the beginning of the year, 13% of third grade students that we were working with um, were on grade level competency. At the end of the 13%? year, 13%? Only 13 wow. at third grade. They came into third grade with an overwhelming majority of them still at kindergarten level. Wow. Trying to read a clock at, at third grade. Um, but at the end of the year, 
we were about roughly 50% on grade level competency. That's awesome. It's awesome. We want to be at 100%, so we're doing it again this year. Um, and we actually invite anybody listening today or anybody in the community to join us in volunteering. It's actually all virtual to keep people safe uh, this year. But, I mean, we're doing, we're doing our best to try and help these kids stay on track. Um, there's a really pretty sad statistic out there. If, you're, if you are not on eighth grade competency at eighth grade, you are less likely to graduate from high school. Wow. And they can track that data already. So that's what Mark Miller, the person, and Mark Miller Subaru have, have been doing. Yeah. And so it's, it's pretty cool. Do either of you have uh, experience with tutors from your education growing up? I, I, was, I was always a pretty good student, a, a fast learner, except when it came to math. Yeah. It, in fact, I was uh, through elementary. I was right there. I was fine. But then we got into algebra and calculus, yep. and I was – it's a different language. Yep. And I actually remember a time where my self-esteem was plummeting because school was always easy to me. And then I get in this situation where it's no longer just coming to me and I don't so know what to, to do. you had to work for it. And I had to work a little yep. bit for it. And it all mat- what matters is getting the right personality to have the patience, the love, the care to work through these problems. That, Like Mark had his experience where yep. the 2 plus 2, you're, you can go crazy. Like, it's just 2 plus 2, it's 2 plus 2. Mm-hmm. But the kid's brain isn't grabbing that, and you have to have that love and patience. So when you say we invite people to be part of this, really, it's, it ta- it's a numbers game. We've got to get enough is. volunteers to where we find the right match. Yep. And I think that's the that's the struggle. When I was a kid uh, growing up, I don't remember having many volunteers. I, I, we had, you know, my just my teacher, and the teachers are fabulous. The teachers yep. are doing a good job. But when you think about it, they're teaching you got a group. Thirty students, thirty-five students to yeah. one person. It's pretty rough. And when it, mm. when you're a kid, and every every kid, every person learns differently. Yes. And the teacher is required to just keep moving forward. So as soon as you start to fall behind, even a little bit, because the yeah, you're done because you're the done. math it just it adds. You know, it adds on. Hey, yeah. yeah, it's like a not, compounding not, no thing. No pun intended there. Yeah. It's subtraction by addition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, but it's really neat, I'll say, because I, I help Mark with the project and um, I get to tutor kids as well. And it's really neat watching a kid, like, make the connection. Yeah, like, watch ah, light go on. Yeah. Two plus two is four. Mm-hmm. And they figure that out by grouping, you know, numbers together. Um, it's really, it's really neat. It's a really oh, cool yeah. experience. I like how you said everybody learns differently because it's so true. Uh, some people learn hands-on. Some people learn hands-off. Some people need a story problem. Yep. I was really good at the story problems because it was story interesting. story problems. And hated them. Did you? See, hated them. Could do them. What eventually them. got me was I would take them, and instead of being nine chickens and three cows, it was nine baseball players and three footballs. There you go. And that, that made, but that's how everyone yep. learns differently. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I just pulled up because I took a picture. This was a couple years ago when we were doing our tutoring work at Kearns Junior High. We were working with 8th grade students there because, like I had mentioned, we were trying to get 8th grade students on uh, grade-level competency to help them stay on the path to graduation. Um, this is a problem that a student uh, was struggling with in the classroom. I'm going to read it to you. Don't, no pressure to solve it right now. <laughs> yeah, wow. You're on the spot. But You're on the spot. Can you do 8th grade math? Yeah. But here's the question. There are 285 people at the library. Then 127 more people come into the library and 146 people leave. How many people are in the library now? Simple addition, then subtraction, Mm -hmm. and the student got the the answer wrong. Yeah. Um, In eighth grade, 
And in eighth grade, you're actually supposed to be learning geometry. Yeah. You're supposed to be learning. That's post pre-algebra. You're you're learning Pythagorean theorem. You're learn and so this kid the one just shuts down. The one very useful theorem, Pythagorean. Pythagorean, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's good. I mean, it's it extremely convenient, it's especially when you're actually laying use. cement. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. But anyway, so hopefully people are inspired to, you know, come visit with us or come tutor with us. And, and how do we get involved to do that? Uh, you can reach out to me, actually, directly. Mike A at mmsubaru.com or give us a call. You can reach Roger. He can get you in touch yep. with me or Jeff. Um, and, and I'll tell you, I've, I've been here for about five years now. The work that we do in the community like this is what keeps me here. The Miller family and my colleagues like Roger, everybody that cares more cares about making Mark Miller Subaru more than a car dealership. Yeah. That's what makes this place special. That's why I love doing these remote broadcasts is because we're not selling. We're no, actually never. promoting <laughs> yeah. things that people can yeah. help and be part of and, and, and take advantage of if they need the help. Last thing I want to ask, though, is I'm hearing this and going, whoa, math tutor would be great, but I don't have the math skills to be a tutor. If people are out there th- hearing that and going, oh, I can't help, is that true? Yeah, no, not true at all because we – but a lot of people fear that, right? I feared it, I'll tell you one of the scariest moments of my life, having Mark Miller, the owner then of Mark Miller Subaru, call me and say, Mike, I need you to take a math test and send me your math score as soon as you're – I was like, oh, my god! What did I do to you, Mark? I'm like, oh, I've been out of school for years now. Updating my resume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I better polish that up again. Luckily, luckily I did okay. Um, but we use this platform called iReady, and iReady actually is the – is the system that takes the kids through the problem. The tutors are really there to cheer them on, to tell them that they can do it, to um, encourage them to slow down. And a lot of the math, quite, I mean, this is what's sad, a lot of the math is elementary-level math. It yeah, is very like, rudimentary. It's, it's, can you read a clock? Can you break a $5 bill? Can you add 2 plus 2? It's not, hey, this go, is not Go to hard. any grocery store. If, it, if you're paying with cash... Most of the cashiers, a good chunk of them, can no longer count change without mm-hmm. the calculator. The, or the calculator cashier. showing them what what to do. It's like holy moly! And that's the nature of the teacher had to move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one, sorry, I keep saying the one more thing. The one more thing. <laughs> the one thing that I do tell because with the tutors, then they actually ask like, well, how do I ensure that this doesn't happen to like my kids or my grandkids Being or my nieces and nephews? Do little things. The reason I meant, or the reason I'm even thinking of this, is your grocery store analogy. Yeah, math exists in the world everywhere. everywhere. When you're at the grocery store and you're pulling out apples and putting them in a bag, just count How them. Many? Yeah. One, two, three apples. One, two, three, four oranges. That stuff will really stay with the child and will go. Like, I mean, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is a big Huge. deal. I was, uh, I was reading and and actually then watched a video about a child's brain and how soft it is. And as oh, you yeah. get older, your brain hardens, hardens and that's where the phrase hard-headed comes from. And, and, oh, but that's that. just counting. Yeah. So we then started, every time we'd go upstairs with our daughter, we'd stairs. count the stairs. Smart. She's three and can count to like 20. That's, that's awesome. awesome. And we didn't, we didn't get past eight. That's she just then started learning, you know, and, and that's just the idea of yeah. it felt like you're nothing prim- to me. And like, this is never going to go anywhere. And yet there it was. You prime the pump is what you're doing. Exactly. So yeah, that's all you're doing is priming the pump. Well, cool, Mike. Uh, appreciate it. Mike A at MM Subaru. 
Mike A at mmsubaru.com. Yep, and thanks for letting me share. And you're off to Snowbird to Discreet's mountain race. I'm heading up to, yeah, there are people out there, not like you or me, Roger. Maybe you, Oh, my goodness, it would kill me. I love to ride down that hill or ski down it, but not run up. They run, and Uh, these peaks are, I'm like, I just, I don't know. It's a Saturday morning, Uh (laughs) and you're running straight uphill. So, yeah, I'm heading up there to do that now, so. Awesome. Well, thanks for letting me uh, share, and you guys have a good day. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. That's Mike here at uh, Mark Miller Super, Mike Aguilar. Really good guy. Good hard worker, and hopefully you can't hear me saying these nice things about him. Oh, never. He he wouldn't be able to get out the door if he could hear these nice (laughs) things. We'd have to put a little grease on the sides. Really, really cool job. Maybe have balloon head going out the door. He has a great job, and he does a really good job at it. He's been here five years, and he has helped grow our community outreach and our partnerships with various organizations like Discovery Gateway by leaps and bounds. He came to us from the non, you know, from the nonprofit side of it. So he's, he's got a really wonderful perspective on how we can engage and help and, you know, leverage what we do. Yeah, he cares about it. He's and passionate that's about what it. That's what you need. Passionate about yeah. it. There's, there's some companies out there that it's not lip say service. they're about it's it. It's not lip service. Yeah. No, you guys actually do the stuff. Yeah, it's like Subaru's advertising. They don't advertise price. They advertise love, you know. Uh, and then when they do spend money, it's in that way. Oh yeah, Subaru just adopted all the K through, I think it's K through twelve in uh, Camden, Ohio, yeah, New Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah where New Tom Jersey, Doll is. Me. Yeah, yeah. He actually lives in Philadelphia, but oh, does he? he across the river, New, yeah, the the headquarters, the headquarters are in Camden, yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, the teachers are spending yeah. their own money on supplies uh, ter- and stuff, yeah. and it's that shouldn't be. But it is, well, and we, it's good that people like Subaru are stepping up and filling the gap. We should fund schools and pay teachers commensurate with what their importance in life is. Amen. Amen. Period. And if we can't do it with taxes, then adopt the lottery or something. I don't <laughs> know. All right. No, Co- that's gambling. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, because we don't gamble all, all the <laughs> no. time already. No, take, take part of that 85% markup on booze and put it somewhere like that. All right. 855-340-ZONE. If you'd like to be part of the show, let us know. 855-340-ZONE. We'll take our final break. Come back and finish this episode of Utah Car Sense on the other side. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is this more Rob Zombie? What is this? <laughs> no, that's not Rob Zombie. Who is this, Eric? This is over beer. Uh, yeah, there that, we go. That is one of my <laughs> uh, limited Eric Jensen likes rap but works in terrestrial radio um, <laughs> uh, cuts where it's just the beat leading yeah. up to like a really vulgar rap song uh-huh. and then none of a really vulgar rap song. Is, is there because any, as is Eminem there any says, the FCC won't let me be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, DJ EJ on the wheels there uh, at the <laughs> studio. I don't know of any rap song that's not vulgar on some level. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there's some, that but it's true. old school <laughs> stuff. Most, <laughs> most are. I like to go with the beats, though, Roger. The best thing to do is the beats are still good. The beats are oh, still yeah. like something you can have in the background, so I just YouTube all these instrumentals, and I have cool. a bunch of instrumentals that I That's how we've I had uh, two live crew as band of the day uh, <laughs> several times. Yeah. All right, uh, welcome back, Utah Car Sense. You got a few minutes to get in on this drawing eight five five three four zero zone. So far, Rich is the winner. Yeah, it's, it's a really tough one to pick right now. So uh, let us know your Oz favorite. Are really bad, Rich. Your favorite kid is a car. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you better scrap this Happy one. Be, 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 be. Yeah. Your favorite car, car as a kid when you were a kid. Maybe I need to add more words in there. When you were a kid, what was your favorite car? Let's go. That it was a nineteen seventy two Stingray. Corvette. Oh, 66. That too. Oh, yeah. That oh, whole, yeah. That whole oh, yeah, 15 the, years mm-hmm. was amazing for the Corvette. So, yeah. a dealership in California tech, takes in, you know, working on a 2021 high-end Corvette. A C, C8, C, right? C8, yeah. yeah. Lots and lots and lots of money. Decides to take it out for a joyride to make sure it was working fine sure unbeknownst to him there was a recording device in that car that records not only what's going on in front that they can see but g-force rpms most importantly miles per hour Uh uh-huh guy's gone out of the dealership for about 10 15 minutes races a dodge charger down the freeway at 146 miles an hour Comes back to the dealership, pulls it back in, backs it to a spot. Guy comes back to pick up his car, sees that it's been out, starts looking at the video. He left the dealership with a brand new 2022 Corvette free of charge. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, when I was reading this story, Roger, I, I could totally see most places saying, uh, we're going to fight this. We're not going to give you a brand oh, new car to walk away. Oh, they tell you a pound sand, yeah. yeah. But good on this dealership oh, to do the, the right, right thing. thing. To do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know which dealership, Chevy dealership in California. Yeah. But tremendously right thing to do. An expensive right thing to do, no less. But Oh, yeah, someone lost their job. One would hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah one yeah. would hope. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but He Ferris Bueller'd the guy's car. I don't, I don't. You know, in full HD. Yeah. <laughs> With audio and everything. Audio, miles per hour. RPM. RPM, G-Force. G-Force is the best part. It's the best part. Oh, I mean, my gosh. And the guy, the owner comes back. <laughs> I, I, I I was hopeful that he was, like, live streaming it somehow. Oh. And the owner was watching him do these things. But he went back and looked at yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Just amazing. I was going to ask you, have you ever had... In your what, how long you been in the industry? Almost thirty, 30 years, years. Thirty years. Thirty have plus. You, have you ever had a si- a situation, a scenario, uh-huh. where you've had to talk to someone and be like, "You can't do these things." I uh, yeah, we had a very similar situation out at one of the search departments where the tech took a or a lot tech took an STI. Mm. Guy had the progressive uh, good driver chip Tracker in there. Thing, yeah. yeah. And he got a call going, what are you doing 120 down the freeway for? I, I never have. What are you talking about? I, well, I'm at work, and my car's at the dealership. Oh. Yeah, that was not a fun call. But, you know, 
It was handled correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And you didn't have to give the guy a brand new car. Huh? No, but <laughs> there's been a couple of times where we have given people new cars. Oh, my gosh. And that's the right thing to do. It just hurts. Uh, it was it was interesting. We were at a dealer meeting in Denver and uh, had just come out a couple hours earlier out of a session. Um, Van Bortle, Gallup owns Van Bortle Subarus in New England was giving you know was one of the featured speakers of this meeting and she was talking about how people brought in their brand new outback for first or second oil change tech got distracted put it back together delivered with no oil in it mm. she handed them a brand new car yeah ah. so jeff and i are walking down the hallway two hours later heading to to dinner and he goes guess what happened told me, and he says, guess what I'm going to do? He said, you just gave him a new car, didn't you? Yep. Oh. Yep. So It's a long play. It's the right thing it, to do. It's the right thing to do. Long you know, term, yeah. we, we got humans that work for us. Humans make mistakes. And it's not so much the mistake. It's how you take care of it and the ownership of it. And it's very, I mean, I've watched Mark for 30 years do things that on the surface make no sense to the person down, you know, down looking at it. But when you get out and take a broader, long-term view, it's one of the smartest things you can do. Yep. Well, th- that was a crazy story. It was like right, right out of the movies. Oh, it's just insane. <laughs> and the fact it was all videoed was just the best. Now, here's my cynical side. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Perhaps, just saying perhaps, that tech and this car owner were in on it together to get this guy a new car. <laughs> well, you'd have to pay the tech a lot of money to lose his job over this because yeah, I'm yeah, guarantee yeah. you he lost it. I, and I thought it was cool the dealership they it was free and clear taxes and everything. Well, it should have been. They paid for all of it. it yeah, I, I, that might be a too generous of a response, but it was probably the right response in that case. Well, and look, it's made national and oh, international yeah. news. They're going to be fine. Well, and the interesting thing is I I don't know if you can see the name of the dealership in the background or not. I haven't looked at it that closely, but it doesn't identify the dealer. Oh, it doesn't? Oh. I don't I don't remember reading the deal. I'd have to go back and look. Huh. Yeah. Maybe some local news out there has the oh, dealer's name. I would name. guarantee yeah. you. I would guarantee you. But, I mean, talk about good publicity. The dealer ought to be calling the news himself and be like, hey. <laughs> Look uh, what I did. But I, although I don't know. That's kind of <laughs> well, you can do it anonymously. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> Just make sure People it gets hope reported. it happens again. Let me take my car there. <laughs> Let's see, see if they're dumb enough to do this again. <laughs> uh, some, oh. some, uh, a word of caution from the Utah Highway Patrol. Don't speed. That would help. Uh, Trooper Thomas Burnham had pulled off to the side of the freeway oh. to finish writing a DUI investigation he had just handled when he heard tires screeching. Burnham assumed he was about to witness an accident. Instead, he turned just as another vehicle crashed into his patrol car. Yep. And as soon as I hear the tires screeching, the next thing I remember is my vehicle was being pushed into traffic. It started to turn. The front end of my vehicle started to go towards traffic. So it's pretty much perpendicular to the freeway at that point. Oof. Burnham was on the shoulder of I-215, about 10 feet off the road near 700 North. It was the second time in three years that Burnham was hit by another vehicle while working. Yeah, that's that's the strangest thing to me that you the law states you need to slow down and move over when you see police officers. People don't follow it. But how do you not see a police car with the cherries on Lights flashing, and you drive straight into it. I just, and it happens all the time. Yeah. Especially on bad weather days. I mean, this this one trooper, two times in three years. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be around him. 
Uh, he's either got the worst luck in the world. Well, he should go put it all on black. <laughs> yes. Or, or we should uh, all learn to drive better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it, it goes back to, you know, distracted driving. Yes. You, you got to pay attention. You got to be engaged. You got to and they, slow they, down. They held this press conference to remind people, it is the law, yep. that when you can, you are required by law to move over at least one lane. But the problem is we're here in Utah where people are foam at the mouth, and if you're going to get in front of them, they're going to speed up. Exactly. But at least slow down and, and go as close to the left lane as you, left side of the lane as you can. And the other thing is, and they mentioned this, is you a lot of people, what's happening is they, they panic, yep. and they go, oh, it's the law, I have to get over. They start to go over without looking. And they hit another car. Or they see the other car and then overcorrect and then end up hitting the cop's car. That's, I think, what happens more often than not, is people yeah. panic and think, oh, I'm going to get a ticket if I don't move over. No, he's, really, busy, he's busy writing another ticket. Exactly. The, you're this, not going to get a ticket. The law is there to save people's Unless lives. Unless you were driving I-15 uh, a week ago Wednesday. In a span between 123rd and 134th South, literally a half a mile, four motorcycle officers, two patrol cars, every one of them had someone pulled over. Wow. For, I guarantee it was for speeding. And they should be. We are all, and maybe not all, but the royal all, we are going too fast right now. Well, if you're not driving 75, you're getting ran over. <laughs> yeah. Or 80. Right. Today, coming down here, it was 80. I was getting, I, yeah. was, I was in the next, not the far right, but the next lane. And just getting f- people right in my, yeah. in my trunk the whole time down oh, here. Yeah. And I'm going 80. Yeah. So then I moved over another and dropped down to 75, and still people are coming up. And, ah. Oh, yeah. It's, and it, 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 it will, studies show and simple math shows, going 10 miles an hour over the speed limit gets you there maybe 30 seconds sooner. It gets me a stoplight 30 seconds sooner. <laughs> That's right, and then you always, start over. I always laugh when you see these people. We, and I used, as a young kid, I did it. I'm guilty. We all are. But watch these people weave in and out of traffic, and you pull off the freeway exit, and lo and behold, who's in front of you? The idiot that weaved in and out of traffic for two minutes before he got off the freeway. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's like, I got a long ways. It's like the difference between 75 and 80 miles an hour. 70, it doesn't make a difference over a long trip. It doesn't. And And you know what? I put this into practice today because i was running behind this morning and i was looking at the when i'm running behind i dial up google maps to see what it says how long is going to take and it said i'd get here at 9:56. you sit in the chair at 9:57. you're okay right and but the reason being is i thought oh if i push it i can get you there at 9:52. yeah no not well, so that would be worth it right it, but it's not true <laughs> yeah. you get here when it's those yeah. you're gonna get here when you're gonna get here so do it safely yeah. That's just how you got to be. Sometimes you're late, sometimes you're not, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just get over <laughs> the when you can. public service announcement. Be if, nice. If you can't get over, safely slow down. Slow down, yeah. And, and take control get and get past that spot. And, and then speed up and go <laughs> get the next person. And then get distracted. Yeah. No. Get the phone out and start texting. 855 <laughs> 340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. 855 340-ZONE. Got just a couple minutes left. Uh, did you hear about the f- new Ford Bronco problem with the the hard the tops? Hard tops. So t- now I'm, I know of cars. I know some things. So I don't understand the problem. What is the problem? So the here? Bronco has a removable top. It's made out of some composite or plastic, whatever. And they have found that it's not built to the spec that it should be. And it's, I think it's why they're sitting. They're, they're rat holding stacked up also because uh, okay. of chips, but. 
I think it's the sun and the heat is causing them to crack. It's causing oh, problems with them. Okay. So now, and you've got, I think, $40,000 40, deposits on these new Broncos. I mean, it's a huge hit. And They've all got to be redone. Every one of them before they get delivered has got to be redone. Oh, even, my gosh. Even the ones that have been delivered. You know, it's going to be another recall. But I'll give Ford credit for catching it and being proactive with it. Because, I mean, this is a huge – there's been billions of dollars going to this product launch. Mm-hmm. And to have to put a halt on it for this is just maddening. I'd, heads will roll on this one somewhere. Especially because it's seemingly a problem that could have been avoided. Should have been avoided. With some quality checks and some – Yeah, it's – Again, somebody cut a corner intentionally, unintentionally, inadvertently. It happens. Yeah. So if you uh, were out there waiting on your Bronco, you're, you're going to be, be waiting. waiting longer. Yeah. And yep. In fact, our tech here today, Johnny, he had a deposit on one for a long time. Yep. And then finally gave up waiting and, and, and got something else. But it looks like today he did the right thing. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's, that's, I mean, I tell you, I grew up in the 70s with Broncos, and it's a great throwback to it. They've done a nice job, and it's a neat car, but they got to get the quality right. <laughs> and like you said, tip of the cap to Ford for doing it. Yeah. Because they could have been like, oh, let's see how many people right. come back to us. Yeah, it's done at the GM. Oh, that's ignition switch, not a big deal. Yeah. Hey, I uh, want to remind you, go to discoverygateway.org, donate, sign up for a birthday party, Take get your down. kids. Get down there to the Discovery Gateway and have some fun while they learn. Yep. Trick them into learning. Exactly. Uh, also, you can email Mike A at mmsubaru.com if you'd like to volunteer to tutor uh, with part of the uh, Adopt-A-Classroom organization and, and service that they're doing here at Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, or if you have someone that needs a tutor, I bet Mike could help you line that up too probably. Possibly. Probably. So, uh, Roger, it's been fun to be here. Yeah, it's been good to see you live and in person. Live and alive. I think this is only the second time in almost two years. Yeah, let's do it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> probably December. Probably December, yeah. The, uh, the, the feel the, good de- or the uh, share of the love. Share of the love event. Yeah, yeah. There's share the love in the winter. And there's do good, feel good in the 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 spring, spring, early summer. For Eric Jensen, DJ EJ, back in the studio in Roger Park. And here I'm Austin Horton. Be back next week on Utah Car Sense. The Saturday show is next.